Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Chris Tyson on the line. Chris, how are you? Great to be with you, Michael. Actually, record snowfall up here in uh, Palmer, Alaska, where I'm from. So I've been digging myself out. My car's out all morning. But other than that, great. So record snowfall in Alaska that tends to get snow a lot. So, hmm. okay, yeah, global warming, eh, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, well, great to have you on the show, and I'm, I'm glad you were able to dig out So, uh, and that you had power and all of that good stuff. So why don't you share a little bit about you with the audience, and we'll dive into this conversation. Sure. My name is Christopher Tyson. I'm the CEO and a director of a company called Nova Minerals. Um, this is our, our primary Republic company, primarily listed on the ASX in Australia, but also on the OTC and also in Frankfurt. Our flagship project is here in Alaska, right in my backyard, the Estelle Gold Project. And we've just been really, really working uh, nonstop since about 2019. And uh, the, the story is just amazing. You know, our first maiden resource, our first drilling program was in 2019. Our maiden resource back then was two and a half million ounces. Since that time, like I said, working nonstop, full steam ahead, we've now increased the resource to 9.6 million ounces, which is just something that's you know unique or if not unique, definitely rare in uh, in this day and age uh, by adding you know just that 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 trajectory of just increasing ounces, and that's just we're just really getting started here. So uh, um, that we currently have two deposits uh, on our across our 450 square kilometer uh, claim block and uh, uh, 15 other known prospects at various stages of advancement. Uh, one of our, one of our uh, deposits is the Corbell uh, deposit, Corbell Maine, which is 8.1 million ounces. 3 million ounces of that is in what we call indicated category, which is very high, high confidence, which can then get translated into reserves. So we're, you know, that's uh, very advanced in terms of we'll be mining there soon. And then the RPM deposit, uh, which is a one and a half million ounces, but that's a pretty special one. It's very high grade bonanza grades out there. Uh, last year we reported an intercept, which was one of the best in world history, actually, Michael, right? And definitely in the last few decades, it was 132 meters at over 10 grams per ton, which is one for the record books. And that was within a larger interval of 400 meters at three and a half grams uh, per ton. So, uh, 9.6 million ounces, uh, that's just the first step to much, much bigger things. And now we're moving on to our scoping study and then to our feasibility studies. We want to be digging up gold and uh, uh, pouring our first uh, gold bars by 2025, 2026, around, around that time frame. Lots of work, certainly ambitious, lots of work to do uh, be, before we get there. But uh, we're, on, we're on the fast track here and um, all, everything's lining up. The stars are lining up, as they say. Well, congratulations on this because I know it's incredibly hard work and time consuming. It's not this like Hollywood plays it where you dig it, you find some gold. Next thing you know, you're, you're loading up the back of the, the horse buggy with all these gold bars. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Uh, but the fact that you're finding 
And, you know, it, it still amazes me because as much mining that's been done on this planet, especially in the, you know, the Western, you know, part of North America and all of that, you, it, when you ever hear cases of, yeah, we found, you know, a new, new deposit or we found, you know, new resources. And it's like, really? I thought in the 1800s, they dug it all up, but apparently not. And the fact, especially in Alaska, where, you know, a, you know, a good portion of that, and especially that part of, of North America too, you know, I made a, you know, lies, you know, crack about global warming and all of that. But I know that there's certain parts of the world that are actually being exposed for the first time in recorded history anyway, um, and being able to go, what's underneath this ground? And we're, you know, obviously you, your situation up, up there, you're, you're finding stuff that is, you know, probably frozen for a good chunk of the year. And um, obviously, it's paying off big time, especially for an organization like yours, you know, because 2019, while it feels like a long time ago, really mm -hmm. wasn't. That's right. You know, and to put it, to put it in perspective for, for, for uh, your listeners, uh, you know, you mentioned, you're right, the history of the Western U.S. is basically a major component of that is mining. I mean, major city, San Francisco was built on gold mining. Believe it or not, right? I mean, Juneau, Alaska, our, our capital here, mining town, and uh, the list just goes on and on and on. All, all, all of our, you know, great cities and towns uh, throughout the West uh, were, were were started from from mining. And for people to understand, so you know, you, you mentioned the eighteen hundreds. So what we're doing is, is 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 hard rock, right? Mining. So you might see these television shows like uh, um, you know, Gold Rush, one of my favorites, right? And what these guys are doing and what they mainly did in in the in past. Uh, a lot was, was uh, placer mining. So they're basically taking the, you know, at, uh, the source rock in the mountain, let's say, uh, was eroded down and now it's washed down into the valleys, into the streams. And, uh, and that's what these guys on Gold Rush go for. And in some ways, you know, it's a much more kind of like uh, straightforward process. You go like, all right, you, you, you do a few test pits, test pans, and then you just go for it with your, with your excavators and your, your machines and uh, it's all unconsolidated, and so you can just dig it right up and um, and put it through and see and see what you got. And if you hit it, and you know it's a good valley and a good stream. You just you just keep going, which is what the guys on Gold Rush are doing. And you can see it's kind of hit and miss. Some seasons are good, some seasons are not so good. So what we do, you're right. It's a, it's a much more time consuming process. We're going to the source, the hard rock source uh, of the uh, where, where the gold is in our in our particular case, and it takes years. You know, sometimes decade. A, a decade or more uh, to, to do that. And what we do is we do a lot of, so early exploration, we say we have gold here, then we start drilling. And we're in that phase now with those two deposits, Corbell and RPM. And it's years and years of drilling and then further drilling, infilling, so that your data density becomes um, you know, uh, more and more dense and so that you have a higher and higher confidence uh, level. And so when, and then you do your, your studies and you have to figure out how to get the gold out of the rock. Sometimes in some places, there's a lot of gold there, but it's locked up and uh, in, in, in certain minerals and you, it's very difficult to get out or very expensive to get out. And so even though you got gold there, you can't make money at it. And so, you know, all those studies and test work has to be completed in addition to all, all the drilling. And so uh, it, it, it takes years. And then of course, there's the environmental permitting part of it. Uh, and, and that takes uh, that takes a long time as well. You know, you have we, we do wetland surveys, fish, fish studies, 
um, hydrology uh, in, in some ways where we are, you know, it's kind of a, a water project with a gold problem, right? With a, with a gold problem. And so we, we do groundwater um, monitoring and surface water monitoring and you need to collect 18 months worth of data. And all this has to be compiled uh, to then submit to the regulators uh, for, for approval. And so that takes time as well. And uh, we're, we're quite lucky here on our project because we're all on state land. And so we don't have any native corporation uh, land or, uh, or federal lands here. And so we think our permit process will be relatively uh, more streamlined. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're doing all that background work to be able, to, as I said, to be uh, doing our feasibility studies here, uh, st starting already, but completed in 2024 and then uh, be mining by 2025, 2026. This is actually the exciting time. Um, uh, Michael, to get into a, you know, if, if you have listeners that are interested in getting into the gold space, this is the time, the run up to production. This is the, the time where you really can get uh, really good growth in, in those in those stock prices. And so, you know, NVAAF on the OTC, NVA over on the ASX, and QM3 in Frankfurt, uh, just for an easy kind of li link for people to, to look for what we're doing. And there's numerous uh, you know, lots of information on our website. We're, about, we're just putting out a new one there. There's uh, lots of other interviews, more technical interviews that, I, that, that I've done uh, recently that you can find on YouTube and podcasts and things like that. So, uh, yeah, and, and look, look, we're located in the Tintina Gold province in Alaska. So this is right in the backyard of North America. This is the, uh, the, the province in the area where the historic gold rushes took place, the, the Klondike and all of these things you've heard of. Uh, that the, this is where we, where we are now. We know where all that gold from. Now we're coming and finding the source of these uh, placer deposits, which the the the, the men of old uh, um, uh, were so successful at in, in some ways, right? And so uh, this is where we are. Been one of the most prolific belts in recent times, uh, with over 220 million ounces of documented discoveries, and some of these places in production now. Uh, in in this belt is Alaska. Our license plate, our motto is the last frontier for many things, but certainly for elephant behemoth, large deposits. And that's certainly what we're uh, onto here at, at Estelle. It's amazing work. And I said, you know, the, the, the fields are ripe with it too, because there's so much that have been uncharted. And I, I love that you brought up, you know, the Alaska being the last frontier, because that's you know what it is. It's like everything else we think anyway, has been pretty much canvassed over, but there's still so much that we can find on this. And I agree with you too, from an investment standpoint, and this is not investment advice or not a, an investment show, uh, get your own financial advisors to help guide you. But with inflation as what it is, and you know, people are looking for something that is rock solid, you know, one of the things you do with investing is you, you, you want to get in early, just like you know, the Amazons in the world. You wanted to buy Amazon stock 10 years ago. Yeah, you know, you're sure you could buy it now, but your, your, your potential for growth is definitely limited compared to if you would have got in a long time ago. Same thing with minerals and gold and exploration and companies like yours that is on the cutting edge, you know what you're doing, and even to the point of you're, you're on state land, so instead of 400 permits, you only have to do 397. <laughs> uh, uh, I've, I've worked with government before. I, it's a blast. It's, I had hair when I started that. But, <laughs> uh, but again, it's one of those things where you, you know where things are. You, it, it takes time, but you know, the research you've done and you know, understanding the industry and understanding where things can be and all that and the work that you're doing, 
um, is going to pay off. And you know, that's that's the thing of it is. It's like, because you, you won't know until you start. And once you start, you go, okay, this is where everything's lining up. And based on, you know, all the technology that you utilize and, you know, everybody thinks of it's digging. Yeah, well, there's technology and digging. It's not just a pick, pitchfork and a shovel and, you know, like they, you saw in the movies with a, with an old bowl and you shake the dirt out and, okay, there's a kernel, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, no, it's a little bit more advanced than that now. Uh, for sure. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. Uh, you, you know, Technology, just like all, all other industries, uh, just has been leaps and bounds in the in the, the mining industry as well. So, you know, you, you in the old times, you kind of envision, okay, hard rock miners, a guy, you know, with a little headlamp on there, and he's kind of running around in little tunnels. And so what we're doing here, just to kind of explain how, how, how we'll be mining, what we do is open pit mining, right? So we don't go underground. It's an open pit. So the mineralization is right on the surface. It has a very good geometry and like our, our ore body, it's not just one vein or something that you kind of chase around. It's throughout the entire rock. It's an intrusive, like a granite. It's a granite rock and there's all these veins in the rock uh, throughout the entire rock and it's around the surface and it's an open pit style mine. So you just, you just dig it up right, right from the surface, 20 to 30 year mine life on one of these uh, uh, mines. Um, you know, some of the most profitable mines in the world. If you look at our peers here in the Tintina gold province, uh, Fort Knox, Kinross up there, uh, Victoria Gold just started a big one up over on the Yukon side. And so our, what our process will do, so we uh, just, just kind of describe the technology, how we extract the gold from the rock. So it's not as, as, as simple as that, right? As you say, you just kind of shake it and there's a nugget. So we don't actually see the gold, right? You can't see the gold. Technology has come out, uh, process technology has, has come such a long way that we take the sample, we don't ever see any gold. But we, uh, uh, we send it to an assay lab and we get an assay back, an analytical result back to tell us how much gold's in there. And these days with the technology that is, the extraction technology, you know, imagine like a, yard, a cubic yard of, uh, of, of, of rock. And then within that, maybe only a few grains, a couple of grains, like a sand of gold of that, that's actually in that rock. That pays, right? That's pay dirt, right? So right there, you've never seen the gold, but you know it's in there. And so what our process will do is... Uh, we mine it, then we put it through ore sorting. And so ore sorting technology uses x-rays and uh, you, you put it on a conveyor, you crush it, you put it on a conveyor belt. The x-rays look at it and they're looking for particular minerals that are associated with the gold. And then what that does is it separates the material that's kind of waste, rejected portion that doesn't have uh, the, the minerals that we're looking for, and then the accepted portion. So we're able to take 0.4 gram per ton material, which is, you know, relatively low grade. And we're like, we're able to up, upgrade that to up to six grams per ton. Right. And so, in, and now that we've calibrated and optimized, what we're looking to actually do is take 0.4 gram material, capture over 80% of the gold. And uh, the accepted portion is then running between one and a half to two grams per ton, which, you know, to put it in perspective, that's pretty good grade. That's pretty good grade. And then we'll go through a, it'll go through a mill. So you kind of mill it up to fine powder. Then we'll put it through flotation and flotation, you know, kind of agitates the, the, the material. Certain minerals will rise to the surface. Certain minerals will fall to the bottom. That separates it. That's another concentration step. You take that concentrate. And then we'll regrind to much finer uh, material, which liberates the gold even further. And then we leach it, and we get over ninety-five percent recovery like that. And uh, and so it, it's really good because separating uh, all all of that mineralized material, uh, and it goes through the processing plant. Then that material will be captured once we get the gold out. That'll be captured in a in a tailings facility, 
which we then, uh, you know, any, any type of potentially acid generating material will be in the tailings facility, which we then neutralize. And all the other rock is just neutral granite. And we can use it for construction material, roads, uh, foundations for uh, different buildings. And, uh, you know, that's the whole process. And so I, I simplified it, uh, you know, keep it simple, Michael, but, you know, you can, you can imagine all the uh, uh, engineering and uh, technology that's involved in each one of those stages uh, as we go forward. But that, that's kind of how, how we get the gold out of the rock. And you can see how, how involved in that. It's, it's not as simple as just finding a nugget on the ground. I love the fact that, you know, with the entire process that you described, which is obviously very, very elaborate and a lot of things going on that, you know, the materials that aren't gold, you're finding other uses for them, which saves, you know, the state, for example, for roads and infrastructure and other things, a ton of money because otherwise they'd say, okay, we need more granite for whatever, or, you know, countertops for kitchens, for example, you know, it's a common one we tend to see organizations going out would say, okay, we're going to specifically go mine for that. But instead, because your organization is looking for this, you're like, oh, we've got this other stuff. So it actually, you know, benefits you as well because you're finding other resources that there's a market for. Yes, not as expensive as gold in some cases, but still, you know, that byproduct of the work that you're doing is something that can still be, you know, sold, monetized and and distributed in other uses. So that, that's awesome. In, 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 indeed. And like, you know, so granite's great. You can have a, you, you crushing aggregate for, you know, all these look around you. If you li live in any town, everything has road base and everything has aggregate riprap. We call it right. Big chunks of granite. They use to stabilize riverbanks for a bridge or, or something like that. So absolutely. The byproduct will have that. And just with our project alone, we'll be utilizing that just to, uh, you know, for our roads. And as I said, you know, and so there's all these things. So with these processes I've described, if your listeners, perhaps they have kids or perhaps they themselves are listening and they're looking for a career path, right? Um, it's, I, I think it's kind of like, you know, there's not a lot of love in the uh, mining exploration business right now, but these are great, these are great uh, jobs, professional jobs. We're talking about geologists, uh, mining engineers, process engineers, uh, surveyors, uh, all, all these kind of things. So, you know, that, that might be a career path. Also, um, and just in the trade side, you can't find diesel mechanics in these type of jobs. You know, these are the, the jobs we call dirty jobs, right? These are great jobs. You can't find enough people. These are entry-level entry jobs, people making 100 grand a year because they can't find people. And so, you know, just you know, people should consider this industry because mining's never going to um, go away. In fact, it's only getting more with the whole EV green push. Uh, I'm not sure if people are aware, but to be able to turn that into a reality, you know, electric vehicles, you need lithium, you need copper, you need cobalt. So mining is only growing, the mining industry. And so the jobs in this space are going, uh, are, are, are prolific. They're, 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 they're everywhere. And if, and if you look and you open your eyes to it, there's a lot of good career paths and it's a great, it's a great life really. You know, I'm an economic geologist, right? And so uh, that, that's my um, uh, background. And I remember when I went to uh, my first geolo geology uh, class when I was in college there, and the professor said, welcome to Geology 101. This is your passport to the world. And certainly it has been. And so if you like that kind of a, a thing, this, uh, you know, I've been to some of the most off the beaten path where there is no path places in the world. Just seeing, I've been to Australia and I used to work over in Southeast Asia, Laos, Thailand, Indonesia, all these places. Uh, and uh, so if, if you like travel and to see the world, opportunities there uh, are, are, are there as well. If you like jobs where 
you, you like to be inside and you can do some outside work, right? There's that as well with, with, with this type of work. You know, lots of outside work and inside work as, as well on computers and all kinds of high-tech uh, software programs. And so it's a great balance. It's, it's really something for people to, uh, to consider for themselves or, 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 or people they know, their kids or whatever. That's awesome uh, career advice. And that's definitely something that a lot of people need as they're trying to figure out what they want to do. And since, you know, there was a study uh, as we wrap up, uh, that I, I was at a conference a few years ago and they indicated by 2030, now this was before the pandemic, but they estimated that 25% of the jobs that exist today will no longer exist, not because of economic downturns or things like that, just because so many things will be automated and innovated and all of that, that those jobs just won't, won't be needed anymore. So for those people that are in those types of roles, you know, playing around you know, on our planet and, and studying and mining and all of that kind of stuff is an incredible opportunity. And you should definitely take a look into it like what Chris says. So Chris, I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you? Share that OTC uh, symbol again and, and other information you want to share. Right. So o OTC, our ticker is NVAAF. And then uh, ASX on the, on the Australian Stock Exchange, which is NVA in Frankfurt with QM3. The go-to is our website, novaminerals.com.au. Don't forget that .au at the end, Australian domain name. And uh, from there, you know, you can access, we got a Twitter handle and uh, uh, we do, uh, what, what, what do we do? LinkedIn. And uh, I, I believe that's it. Twitter, Twitter LinkedIn, and, uh, and then again, go to YouTube and just type in Nova Minerals or my name and there'll just be endless uh, uh, interviews that are going in much more technological depth that I'm talking to you now for people that are interested in that. But yeah, just everything can be accessed through our website, novaminerals.com.au. This is right in North America's backyard in Alaska. A gold rush is on right here. Uh, and so for your, your American listeners, uh, you know, this is an opportunity to take advantage of the, of, of, of the, uh, the, the coming gold rush. You know, uh, I should say, Michael, if you look at, you know, gold's been money for 5,000 years, right? Gold is money, we're, we're, and we're in the, in the gold production business. And so with all the crazy stuff that's happening in the world, you got real estate, uh, 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 you know, uh, defaults over this side of the pond over here. We're talking about defaults. Uh, they're printing money. Uh, uh, not nonstop. So, so there, there's a great uh, a reckoning happening in terms of the monetary system. I believe this is my, uh, my, my opinion. You can't go on like this. And, you know, gold has been around for 5,000 years. There's other options, of course, crypto, but I think the two can be combined. And so uh, for your listeners, have a look at the gold space. And if you're interested in that, uh, um, uh, check out Nova Minerals. It might be a, a good option for you. Thank you so much for that, Chris. And I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So continued success, Chris. I'll be watching for sure. And um, looking forward to you finding more gold in those hills. So thanks so much for your time today. Thanks so much. Look forward to doing it again in the future. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.